This is dialed into headlines for September 19th. From USA Today, at the UN General Assembly, Presidents Joe Biden and Volodymyr Zelensky condemned Russian aggression in Ukraine. Biden warned that if Moscow triumphs, no country will be safe from naked aggression. Zelensky accused Russia and President Vladimir Putin of using nuclear war threats and weaponizing food, energy, and the deportation of children. Zelensky even questioned Russia's membership in the UN, referring to their invasion of Ukraine as audacious and bloody. Meanwhile, a judge in Moscow denied the release of Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich, who faces espionage charges. Other developments include a Russian bomb strike in Ukraine, Denmark sending tanks to Ukraine, and almost 50 Ukrainian children being transported to Belarus. Additionally, a warehouse holding humanitarian supplies was destroyed, and Ukraine officials denied a New York Times report suggesting a deadly strike in Ukraine was friendly fire. Secretary of Defense Lloyd J. Austin announced that the U.S. will soon send M1 Abrams tanks to Ukraine as part of the country's ongoing counteroffensive against Russia. From ABC7 Chicago in Romeoville, Illinois, a family of two adults, two children, and their pet dogs were found dead in their home on Concord Avenue. The victims, identified as 38-year-old Alberto Rolan and 32-year-old Zoraida Bartolome, were discovered during a well-being check by the police. The couple's two sons, aged around seven and nine, remain unnamed. Authorities are investigating the incident and searching for the killer or killers. The family's three dogs were also killed. Police have combed the house for evidence while urging residents to be vigilant and report anything suspicious. The motive and shooter's description have not been revealed. From CNN, former President Donald Trump will skip the second Republican primary debate in California next week to deliver a speech in Detroit. The speech will be attended by current and former union members and will serve as counter-programming to the September 27th debate at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library. This news comes amidst the ongoing United Auto Workers strike. Trump criticized the union leadership and mentioned that the auto workers should endorse him. However, UAW President Sean Fain pushed back, stating that the union is fighting against a system that benefits billionaires at the expense of workers. Trump's visit to Michigan is seen as an effort to target potential vulnerable voters for President Joe Biden. The Trump campaign has started running a radio ad in Detroit and Toledo aimed at appealing to auto workers, but the ad does not explicitly mention the strike. Biden's campaign criticized Trump's visit, noting that Trump previously sold Michigan workers out during his presidency. Trump has also hinted that he is unlikely to debate his GOP rivals. To qualify for the second debate, candidates must meet certain donor and polling thresholds, including at least 3% support in national polls or polls from early voting states. So far, candidates such as Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, Chris Christie, and Tim Scott have met the polling requirements. Candidates must also have a minimum of 50,000 unique donors and commit to supporting the eventual Republican nominee. From CNBC, the House GOP leadership canceled a key procedural vote on a temporary government funding bill. The vote was scheduled for 2.30 p.m. ET but was pulled from the schedule. If Congress fails to pass a temporary funding measure by midnight September 30th, a government shutdown looms. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy supports a temporary funding measure but faces opposition from hard-right members of the GOP. A tentative deal reached Sunday by key Republican factions aims to pair temporary funding with spending cuts and a border security measure. 
However, some GOP members still oppose the spending measure. The House has only six days left before the September 30th deadline. From CNN, new testimony from FBI and IRS officials cast doubt on key claims from the IRS whistleblower, alleging political interference in the Hunter Biden tax investigation. FBI and IRS officials who testified in closed-door sessions said they do not remember U.S. Attorney David Weiss stating that he lacked the authority to decide whether to bring charges against Hunter Biden. They also disputed Weiss being denied special counsel status. This undermines Republican accusations that the Justice Department investigation was tainted, potentially impacting the impeachment inquiry against President Joe Biden. However, officials did acknowledge Weiss faced challenges finding a venue for charges against Hunter Biden. House Republicans plan to question Attorney General Merrick Garland on the matter. Dialed In is written and read by Artificial Intelligence. You can find out more at dialedin.today. Soon, we'll have have CTA to provide feedback at dialedin.today slash feedback and ask for new topics at dialedin.today slash topics. Those don't exist yet, though.